At Carvana, we're in the business of driving you happy. And with the widest selection of used cars under $20,000, you're bound to find a car that'll put a smile on your face. Carvana gives you control by letting you customize your down and monthly payments. You can browse tens of thousands of cars online to find one within your budget, and you won't get surprised with any bogus fees. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to shop for a vehicle. Carvana, we'll drive you happy. Availability may vary by market. Hey, you going, guys? It's Frenchie here. I got some good news and some bad news for you. Good news is uh, we have a fire podcast coming up with none other than Isaac Butterfield, the Buttsman. We have a great chat with him uh, from our various locations. Hmm, now you're wondering the bad news. Now, I should specify it's not anyone's fault. No, definitely not my fault. The audio isn't as good as usual. Usually, I know you put our podcast on and your ears have a little have a little massage by our voices. They, they get a little wet. Some of them probably finished, not the girls' ears. Girls can't finish. But yeah, the audio is a bit fucked for the first 35 minutes of the episode. That's a long time of the episode too. It's, uh, it's, I don't want to go on the technicalities of it, but, uh, I don't know whose fault it was. It definitely wasn't me wearing my fucking gaming headphones with that fucking chopper microphone stick. It doesn't matter. It doesn't, it doesn't matter. It's, if anyone's fault, it's, uh, patient zero. It's Bat Sue's fault, because if he didn't eat that bat, I wouldn't have to record shit from my room, and everyone knows I shouldn't be responsible for things it's maybe it's tom's fault doesn't matter it doesn't matter so the audio is a bit sketchy uh for the first half of the the interview uh hopefully you still like it if it's too much for you just skip through just skip just skip through skip through be a grown-up be a grown-up be a grown-up we're working on it we may get back to the office next week too so it should be no drama since then have a blessed day yeah i don't know i don't know how to I don't know how to talk by myself. But have a blessed day. That's now my catchphrase. Um, also, I don't think Tom's going to check this. So should I just, like, fuck Tom? He's a pedo. Nah, he's not. Nah, he's not. Should we report him, though? He's makes it. It's getting weird. No, I'm joking. Am I? Enjoy the interview. Welcome to the Tom and Frenchie podcast. What's going on? Today, we give him an introduction. I just say, what's going on? That's just... Well, I was Christ. talking to you, Frenchie, and then you were—you can talk as well. That's how a podcast Look, works. Look, he's waiting to speak again. At least he's not as waiting as long as last time. Do we have a very special guest? We're not going to keep him waiting too long. He's wearing glasses for the, at the moment, but you know him for his beard. You know him for his incredible videos about mm. vegans, cyclists. Yep. Um, vegans again, and then... <laughs> there has been a bit of a Feminist, cyclists again. <laughs> Yo, bro. Yeah, yeah. His name is Isaac Butterfield. How are you going, Isaac? Ladies and gentlemen, I'm here in the studio. It's great to be here. It's fantastic. It's wonderful. And I'm absolutely stoked to be that, in your ears. That was we, a very Ray Warren vibe about that. <laughs> no, I love the title of your latest video, Isaac. What was it called? Uh, exposing Sugar Babies. No, the title I saw was uh, Sugar Baby Sucks Old oh. Man's Cock or something like that. Yeah, yeah. No, I didn't use that title on fucking YouTube. It popped um, up for me. It popped up yeah. for me. I put it up on uh, on Instagram or something. It was, um, uh, yeah, basically it was a story about a young lady who was advertising for a sugar baby website, whereas she was doing sexual favors for old rich dudes, and uh, she her biggest like uh, her biggest cash prize was a two million dollar house just for sucking old wrinkly balls. That is wow. incredible. That's, that's everyone's good dream. Market. Yeah, Did you fuck guys- it. Would you guys suck an old ball sack for a $2 million house if you only had to suck it once? Oh, not again. I, I'm happy where I live. <laughs> I I don't know. Fuck an oath I would, of course. Bro, but like to. a ball sack, you would suck for two bucks. Like it's not, it's a clo- enclosed you- sack. No, it's an enclosed sack. It's not like it's a what? stuff can get it. Not two bucks. Okay, 20, 20. I, I, yeah, but I even misspoke. then, if someone came up with a bloody orange on the street and said, hey, mate, would you lick this orange for 20 bucks? I was like, no, oh, I don't need twenty <laughs> bucks. That fucker. I don't know how yeah, harsh yeah. the fucking. I don't know how harsh cancelling the Melbourne Comedy Festivals hit you, mate. But I, I don't have to lick balls yet. Uh, that'll come. <laughs> all right. I don't Not yet. Have to, but 
Maybe I want to. Yeah, it seems like you want to. That's the thing. <laughs> Isaac, you've been on the show before. You were on a pretty wild episode where we did it live in Melbourne. Um, Many moons the- ago. Yeah, it was almost a year ago because um, you yeah. wouldn't. You would be there now, probably. Or was it? Is it over by now? It's over yeah. now. I, I'm right been... now. I am supposed to be in America. Oh um, shit! That's... I know. I had a phone call from one of my mates, Adam Greentree, who was uh, who's a good, good friend of Joe Rogan's, and he said to me, oh, wow. just out of the blue, he said, "Isaac, do you want to come and uh, come to America and hang out with Joe and Dave Chappelle?" Oh my Fuck God. off. And I was like, yeah, absolutely. Let's do it. And I've always wanted to meet Joe and, and Dave Chappelle's obviously uh, the goat Amazing, stand up. Yeah. And uh, so that was all planned, paid for. And uh-huh. then uh, some dickhead ate a fucking bat. And now I'm <laughs> sat here in a boardroom. It's bullshit. <laughs> yeah, fuck. How has it been? How do you cope on your own for copious amounts of time? It's fine, mate. I'm used. I'm very entertaining. So, I um, <laughs> no, it's been it's been all right. Well, I mean, you know, other than uh, Melbourne and that, I'm pretty, you know, stuck in my house most of the time. Anyway, that's where yeah. my studio is. So, so I spend a lot of time here. But I, I do miss performing. Thankfully, yeah. I sort of I came back from uh, a big tour last year, eighty shows. So I was uh, I was pretty keen on some uh, some time. But that was that was you know that was December. Now it's uh, coming into whatever fucking month it is now nearly end of end of april so um <clears throat> I, i'm pretty keen to get back on the road when this is over and and uh you know it, it's, it's one of those things where it's like the footballers they're all keen to play i'm keen to do some stand-up get on stage and uh as much as i enjoy making videos i love doing that that's my bread and butter but uh you know much like frenchy would be i, I miss getting on stage and carrying on it's as i was gonna say i are you going to go the same route as the footballers and just announce, hey, guys, I'm going back on tour June 5th, have an okay that we've any premiers or parliament, but that's happening. Yeah, I, I saw that the other day with Josh Adokar and uh, another bloke. They just Bro. went out and they, they started shooting guns and that. Like, I don't think they, they got done for <laughs> gun charges too. I think that was a bit uh, ridiculous. But don't, like, how fucking thick are you? Apparently, Josh Adokar got warned twice not to be out and about, and he ended up at Moree. Like, fucking st- go, go inside, Josh. What are you right. doing? Like, we, you know, I'm sure we've all done a little bit of naughtiness during this uh, this lockdown period. I certainly haven't. But <laughs> why would you do that when you're a high... Okay. Regardless, he's a high-profile person. But he could have got away with it if he didn't post it on his Don't post it. That's exactly what I was going to say. That's exactly what I was going to say. Why the fuck are you posting these pictures? Do you have any concept of the outside fucking world? Holy fuck, they are dumb. Sorry, there's Nathan Cleary as well. Did you see him? With his sister's friends just fucking sit on my lap, girls. Let's go. Did you see the photo of him? Have you yeah, seen it, Tom? Right. Can you Just pull up the photo? Is that possible? Pull up the photo, Tom. It's like uh, Nathan Cleary breaking uh, lockdown. For those who don't know, he's an NRL player. He's his dad's famous uh, player coach. He's a good-looking rooster, and he's close sort of got like a panther. a panther. There we go. He's got like a <laughs> oh, bogan yeah. bachelor. He's trying to. What is he doing? Like a Western suburbs Hugh Hefner vibe right now because they're smashing. What are they smashing? Cruises or some shit? Bacardi breezes or some Ruskies. They're having some coronas and he had like six girls around him. And like in the chat, you can see it there. Why why is it in the chat? <laughs> Bro, we're not very We're not very good at this. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Jesus Christ. Butterfield to the rescue. So what's happening here is and it's actually really hard to see. But if you go and you have a look, and gentlemen, right here, I'll just share it on the screen. Oh, he's yes. good. <laughs> he's good. So Cleary apologizes. Says girls were waiting for an Uber and visit the house for no longer than ten minutes. He ended up putting up a TikTok video too, so that was oh, bullshit. But look at his—I mean, obviously it's not a great photo, but you can see <laughs> right there that. Oh, that's not what I tried to do. But right there, you can see he's just like, ah, oh, fuck, this is going to backfire. This is not good. Oh, Jesus Christ, there's shoelers oh, everywhere. Wow. This chick's on me lap and this is not exactly what I fucking had in mind. But anyway, <laughs> you know, these things happen. Right. So They're just there for that. the clout. They're absolutely there for the clout. Yeah. That and they're, and they're, so there's your, That's what they were doing. And there's your boy Josh out of a car shooting a fucking oh my tree. God. I don't know. Why. What are you doing there? There's some pasta. Do you, you, have to be, you have to be smart to be a sports player? Is that is that something you think? I had this conversation recently with um, <laughs> with bloke in a bar down in Kemp, and I said, "The thing about rugby league players is ninety percent of them are the dumbest cunts alive." 
And you have to be dumb. There's nothing, you, you can't be an overly smart person and just headbutt each other all fucking dumb. You can't. <laughs> Yeah, something something in your brain goes, maybe I shouldn't run headfirst into this bloke. Yeah, and I played footy for 16 years. I I admit, <laughs> dumb cunt, but I'm relatively smart now. But, but back then, you know, and that's what I struggled with. I struggled with the whole sort of like, oh, let's just fucking jam each other and headbutt each other. I did enjoy the violence, but it got to a point where I was just like, this is silly. It's, <laughs> it's hard because it's like, how, no matter how good the showers are after the game, it doesn't make up for the concussions because you need to remember the, you know, the clap and the cheeks in the showers afterwards. <laughs> I was just trying to troll Isaac there. <laughs> <laughs> there's, no, there's nothing gay about getting your dick sucked. <laughs> <laughs> no, but here's the thing. See, our rugby league players, a lot of them are. They are dumb and uh, they don't even need the season to, 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 to cause controversy. They're, They've got a beautiful skill like that, but the NFL players in America, even dumber. That's what's scary to mm. think about because, really? A, they're athletic and they're, they're from a young age, so they don't even need to do school at all because they're in all yeah. the programs. They're in all the – they don't even – when they do college, they get people to do their assignments for them. They're like, you're a basketball star. Don't even fucking worry about it. You're a – you know what I mean? So you see when they speak in interviews, like they can't even talk, man. Half of them can't even fucking read. It's crazy. Yeah. I, I hate sports people. I really do. Fuck them. I love I mean, them. I mean, I hate oh, your bit in your new special that came out this oh, week. Oh, Holy oh, dooly, oh, Ruben oh, Wiki, ladies oh. and gentlemen. How oh exciting. Um, the the bit that you do about Big Papi uh, right. is fucking fantastic. Yeah, One of my favourite bits I've ever seen you do. I fucking love that. That's why I was trying to get like some sort of... Because when they get smashed in the news, it's always just like rugby league players are idiots, blah, blah, blah. Look at this. But then... I was trying to get some balance to it going, yo, a lot of the shit they do is fucking funny. They're, most yeah. of them are just lads having a laugh. Like this video as it got released, like, yeah, some of it's bad, but some of it's fucking hilarious. So one, just, one of the uh, guys from who signed with the Gold Coast team back in the day, back in the late 90s, I'm sure you've seen this video. I was doing the rounds on Facebook and he gets asked, why did he want to move to the Gold Coast to play? And this is in the 90s. And he's just in front of all the news media. He goes, well, I come up here to a nice place and I uh, there's a lot of hot women. Oh, I want to fuck them all. <laughs> I want to fuck them all. That's literally what he said on the news. He said, I want to fuck them all. How good's that? Why can't, those why can't they have characters? This is the thing. Like, like why can't, like, this is what comedians can get away with. We why can do anything and say exactly. anything. Why can't they have personalities? And what's wrong with trying to have sex with everyone? Consensually, nothing wrong with it. Nothing, nothing wrong. wrong with it. Nothing if he on. went up there and said, I want to rape everyone, okay, there's an issue. <laughs> different, different. That's a different thing, and, yes. Yeah, I guess if he says want, that's a key word. If he yeah. said, I'm going to, it's like... <laughs> <laughs> Whether they like it or not. <laughs> yeah. It was a very, a very sort of like sus little difference there. Are you, do you work for George Pell's legal counsel? <laughs> yes, it's I just do. a very slight <laughs> little... He said want, not will. <laughs> Nothing wrong with wanting to rape everybody. If you say you will do it, now that's bad. Yeah. Tom knows all the loopholes, yeah. That's right, that's right. Have you had any backlash, Tom, about the creepy like pedophile stuff? <laughs> not at all. Literally not at all. Um, the thing is, I joke about it. I don't do it. That's the difference, I guess. That's always a positive. <laughs> I, I love how every guest on the show knows to talk to you about it. It's like it's it's becoming really big. It's coming a rolling ball of snow, and soon you won't be able to stop it. Like soon what would happen be... if if the world ended tomorrow and they're in like somehow down the line 10,000 years they found a hard drive and on that hard drive was one of your podcasts when they were just talking about Tom being a pedophile <laughs> and they found out and they just started like you were like their god you were their pedophile god yeah. Tom Armstrong the pedophile god and they created some kind of Vatican like institution where they raised these people and slid it under the carpet and it was the new catholic church yeah, it was like yeah. It was like this this weird style of the Vatican where young boys were raped. Actually, it was a lot like the Vatican. Maybe that's how it started. Maybe it was. That was um that was kind of what did you talk to Lane on his podcast, uh, Isaac? Yeah. So that was kind of like what he said. He would say if you had one album to take with you in a bunker, put in a bunker and it gets like because if the world ends from lockdown or whatever in a hundred years, 
they're gonna they're gonna see this and think it's a civilization. What would you take? What did you say for that? Oh me. Yeah, oh, so I yeah. don't care about time. I don't know. <laughs> I don't, mate. I don't really listen to much tunes. Like I, I got the, the Spotify playlist and that. I like a bit of Queen. I like a bit of, you know, I like to mix it up. A bit of Biggie, a bit of Tupac, Shaq mm. Um I, I don't know. I, you I like listen to, to American hip hop. Yeah. You just. What do you? What do you mean? <laughs> trying to shame him for that? What are you saying? No, but it's I, no. It's just funny when you look at someone. You try to guess what music they would like and if i look at isaac with his big beard his masculine sons he looks like a mumford and sons that's what i was going with that what are you fucking talking about i do not like mumford and sons that's ridiculous bro you would be that funny seeing like uh like one of those rappers live because you're so tall <laughs> I went and saw um I went and saw Post Malone. It was awesome. Right, I fucking love yeah. Post Malone. Yo, did you guys I'm see glad. did you guys see his concert? He live streamed um Nirvana. He was just, Nirvana. It was great. Yeah, it was oh, so good. Cool. I watched it for ten minutes and I was like, Yeah, yeah, I've I've heard these songs before. Good on him. <laughs> yeah, I skipped to the songs on you. I'm like, Yeah, that sounds cool. Yeah, that's no, me that sounds good. All right, see ya. I mean, I don't know. I'm weird with that type of shit. I get bored easily. <laughs> I, I move on very quickly with a lot of things. I get shitty when I get bad watch time on videos, but I click and change videos all the time. I can't. I can't talk. <laughs> what do you? What do you watch? What's our? What's so I was watching into. We'll go and have a look at my recommended right now. Let's have a look. I won't YouTube put it on the screen because something weird will come up. Netflix. <laughs> Netflix. Netflix. No, no, no. YouTube. YouTube. Sorry. I, I was watching a, a lot about games recently. I recently played uh, The Last of Us on uh, PS4. Uh... I heard and that it, was good. It's yeah. a fucking great game. And they're talking about the next one coming out and when it will come out. And I was down with that. That was really, really good. Um, watching some COVID-19 stuff, some updates. Uh, Joey Joey Carbstrong. Uh, he's putting, making some videos about me. That's nice. I don't know why that's in my recommended. Neil Kyle Hatkar, at home with Karen. Nice one, Neil. Um, <laughs> Shout out, Neil. Friend of the podcast. Yeah, that's a Neil. Fairbarn <laughs> Films, When You Stub Your Toe. Classic I love stuff. their videos. Fucking <laughs> classics. You're oh. just getting around the usual suspects. I'm about it. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of different stuff. There's some stuff from Fox League, IGN. I mean, I don't know. I, I, I've been watching a lot of weird different stuff, man. Because my stuff's like, it's mixed between the stuff that I'm doing for videos and things that I'm genuinely interested in. So there's a bit of Vice mixed in with some uh, the Ruben report and stuff like that. Like, so, I mean, I don't know. What, ha- what oh, happened to oh, Vice? What happened to Vice? Frenchie. Sunger attack. I know him. Turn it up, full show, get out now. What happened to Vice, Isaac? What happened to them? Holy shit. How the fuck would I know? Uh, no, but it, you, it was no, you they used to do like these interesting <laughs> stories about cartels and blah blah blah. Now it's just like come buy a bathwater, whatever the fuck they do. Yeah, there was there was this time where they would go to Iran and go to gun markets. That's, That's what I was thinking of. They're most known for. And now it's more sort of like, hey, I'm a feminist porn star and here's what where I keep my Socks, like it's just shit. And, <laughs> where and does not, where where do they? Where, does where do they? Yeah, uh, under their arms, where it's nice and warm and oh, moist. Scary. Yeah, not where you'd expect. Uh, not where you'd expect. I think it's expect. just like yeah, it's such a it's such a clickbait environment to survive. They've just got to just sell out. Really, I think all the news do it. They just yeah. make the most clickbaity shit because that's the only way you can make a business. And people pretend they like. That, that vice and the news and stuff, they pretend that they care where well, they don't care at all. They just, it's like, it's even with the Batuta advocate, like they don't, they just put out as much as they can and they wait to see what goes viral and they yep. make their money from you clicking on the article and no one reads the fucking articles. I'm sure they're never. great. I've read some of them. I've they're very interesting, one. but no one does. But when you do, you click on it, it goes to their website. They make AdSense from it. And that's how they sort of work. It's the same with the newspapers. So they will go, and I was listening to Tim Poole talk about this, and he's a a journalist, a YouTuber, and it was on Joe Rogan's podcast two days ago. And he was talking about it makes sense for a news organization to put out something on their YouTube channel or on their website or on their newspaper and then make the money from the clicks, but then retract it the next day. Even though, even if it's completely false, they'll retract it because they'll get all the money from the clicks and then the retraction, they'll make twice Ah, as much cash. So you're saying just 
you can literally just say whatever you want. Like Prince Harry is always a big one. If you're like Prince, Prince Harry uh, has gills instead of a dick. And people are like, what wow. the fuck? I'd click on that. You would click on that. You'd want to see yeah. his gill dick. And, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Right. That's genius. We should start doing that. That's hype. That was the point that Tim Pool made. Uh, that if Prince Harry does have gills or a dick, you know, you need to be across the particular <laughs> news provider that's making that assumption about uh, the former prince. So, no, I, I'm glad that you and Tim uh, are on the same page with that, French. I love how you make really good points and then I just, I start off like I'm going to add something and then it's, oh, no, he's turned it Frenchy again. That's <laughs> fine. No that's you. Dick. That's you, baby. That's all good. Don't worry yeah. about it. <laughs> you find your... You're watching a lot of stuff for like, because your videos are quite topical and they've usually got a take on something. Because I remember when I saw you in Melbourne, you were reading the newspaper. Is that something you've got to keep up? You've got to stay topical, you know. You need to be talking about things that people are thinking about. But in these times, everyone's talking about the same sort of thing. It's corona this, corona that. So sometimes yeah. it's nice just to go and watch a, a weird video. And I, I found one the other day. Um, I can't fucking worry about it. But it was it was just something really really strange. I think it was about like a porn camp or something like that. And it's wow. just fun to watch that shit. It's just fun yeah. to go. Yeah. All right, maybe this will be funny to talk about, and people it'll take away from there. Uh, like that video I released today, Frenchie, about the sugar babes. Like that was mm. that's not topical, but it is something that people care about and something that people want to watch about watch. And I think within like an hour, I think forty thousand people had watched it. So it was like, you know, that's positive. That's 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 good totally. that people are thinking about something else. You know? Yeah. Now, well, with your videos, it's it doesn't even have to be. That's what we well, I really like about your channel. It's just. As long as it's half interesting video, you'll make it good with just the way you yeah. deliver it and you put those clips Whatever's in happening, you know, we'll talk about it. Australia's mm. serial pervert con man. Boom. Worst feminist on TikTok. Boom. Vegan activist identifies as broccoli. Yeah, like, I'm watching all those. I'm clicking on all those, you know what I mean? That's yeah. fucking... <laughs> so I would too. Like, that's that's how I try and make my titles. Like, I, I would yeah. click on that, you know? So, but, but also, like, you know, views fluctuate, uh, especially when you're pumping out... Uh, content like sometimes you get a, a, a video that's got 400,000 views and the next one might only have uh, 200 or 100 or less or bro more. I don't know about you but I'm almost bipolar when it comes to views like if I get a good one I'm down the, I'm walking down the street my fur coat throwing money at bitches I get a bad one I'm in the bathtub the razors in my wrist I'm calling Tom I'm going oh I'm going to do God. it Tom's like and not I'm like, again do bro. it already <laughs> no he said do it again <laughs> And then I'm like, I'm not going to do it to spite you. And that's how he talks me off it. Are you the Views same? are a hard one. Views are a hard one, man. Because, you know, yeah, the thing, the good thing with like low views is even if it's a shit video, the thing about low views is it means <laughs> no not many people have seen it. <laughs> True. So yeah, that's, that's, the, that's the sort of positive there. But there's some YouTubers out there that can put out anything. Like Mr. Beast could put out, I, I spent $50,000 on sucking a that black dude behind me in you my would photo. watch that so yeah, that's a bad example that. that's a bad example that, that is a good one i'd watch <laughs> that, is, that that is true uh mr beat spent mr b spent fifty thousand dollars on toothpicks again i'd like that for one of toothpicks <laughs> i want to see how many toothpicks there's gonna be okay mr beast <laughs> bought yeah fifty thousand dollars worth of prescription eyewear <laughs> See the yeah, way we missed the way we missed the is because there's fifty thousand of them. It's always interesting. You've never seen fifty thousand of every item, so you're like, okay, I need a Mister B spent fifty thousand dollars on a fifty thousand dollar broken coat hanger. So, for those <laughs> who don't know who Mister Beast is, Tom's about to explain him to you. Oh, he's he's like a he's a dude who came up by every cent he'd make in YouTube. He put back into his videos, so I'd be like. Spending a hundred thousand exactly like we were explaining, but I never I got how he had the money to begin with. Because he started getting views by putting his own money into stuff, and then the money he'd make, he'd put it into into stuff. Here's yeah, what I don't get: Why is he called Mr. Beast? He's the whitest man I've ever seen. Oh, there's a lot you could unpack about him. Like I don't, <laughs> I think he's a pretty weird dude. He's not very, 
good on screen he, in my opinion. He is the most autistic man alive. <laughs> he is go. hilarious. He yeah. has had so many, like, he must have, like, when they said, oh, okay, we're going to give you your vaccinations, he goes, throw four more in. He is so <laughs> autistic. You yeah. see him on screen. He is hilarious. Yeah. He makes he makes Lewis Spears look like a normal human. <laughs> he is <laughs> It is an outrage that he has so many subscribers and is making that much cash. I can't believe he can't even make eye contact with his fucking film people. It's ridiculous, Mr. Beast. You make me sick. I love, That's true. I, I was trying to be nice about it, but you're right. It's so That's why I was laughing. I, I love how Tom just goes, oh, there's a lot you could unpack. Of- <laughs> it's <laughs> true, though. He is, him and his finished his autism <laughs> They've got the sense of humour of 12-year-olds, so I think that's why they've done well. They'll say jokes and you're like, what the fuck? That's the amazing thing about YouTube is these people that no one in real life would ever want to hang out with. (laughs) They have this enormous, enormous fucking following. Yeah, and then it's like I visited a 20-story bunker and you're like, okay, I'm back. (laughs) I'll check that out even though you're bloody weird as fuck. Yeah, I want to watch these people that I'd never want to have a conversation with spend $50,000 on toothpicks. Let's do it. (laughs) That is very, very funny. Oh, the beast. Mr. Beast. Bro, that is the background. That's the background. That is incredible. Tom, do you recognize that man? Yes, I do. Matt Reddy. Uh, I first met Matt because he actually opened for you, Frenchie, in the first show of yours I saw. And then when I saw you, Isaac, he opened for you. So I was he, like, oh, it's full circle. He's a, a photo for, him. for opening for the boys. He really uh, would do it for He anyone. loves it. Well, that's he introduced a, Frenchie and I. Well, that's what I was going to say. This is a good uh, segue because what we wanted to do, Isaac, is make sure we at least covered how you became Isaac Butterfield because... Last time we had you on the podcast, we forgot that you were backstage. Uh, well, the Fairlight yeah. boys just talked too long. And then, I was standing then, there for ages, like an hour, just going, are these pricks going to fucking put me on? What's exactly. going on? Exactly. So you had there to come so out There so many hot. people on a couch. It was chaos. Yeah, oh, it was like chaos. Alan uh, had a gangbang. So you had to come out. I'm, I should have said Oprah. She was the couch one. doesn't matter. So you had to come out hot and just talk about how you'd uh, fill up your foreskin with water or the fuck we were talking about that day. We didn't. I don't remember. The listeners didn't get a chance to hear about how Isaac Butterfield, a million subs on YouTube, touring international. 1.32, sorry. <coughs> what? 1.32 million. Yeah, but like Facebook and TikTok's where it's at, so that's still good, bro. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, that was a bit delayed. It was coming from 2009. <laughs> 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 uh, anyway, sorry, sorry. I'm going back to the bath. I'm going straight to the bath after this. Do it. <laughs> Put least, the toaster in. Uh, at least so, cut like a gill where your dick should be before you kill yourself. So we can yeah, can't print Harry. Yeah, okay. <laughs> now we're talking. Um, I'd like to see that. So, yeah, so we wanted to talk about how you uh, came up, Isaac, because I think it was uh, pretty similar to what uh, how me, me and Tomo did. So tell mm. us about it. Tell us so, about it. So did you start doing videos or did you start doing stand-up? Were you doing it in high school? No, no. Well, I finished high school um, uh, like most people did. And I... Not my best friend. Cut out listeners. I am. (laughs) They're all still in primary school. Tom makes them listen to them (laughs) in the bunker that he's locked in. Uh, So, um, well, I, I... in high school and stuff and even in primary school i was doing like I, i'd host like the talent quest and shit and so I'd, I'd crack jokes i ended up getting uh not suspended but a suspension warning in primary school because i was hosting the talent quest and i uh i i pretended that guy sebastian was coming on and i called him gay sebastian and Damn, i got uh, i got <laughs> it's classic stuff and i got in trouble for that <clears throat> but uh after high school i started doing stand-up probably at the age of Oh, no, probably a couple of years after high school. It would have been about 21 or so, mm. maybe 20, 2021. And uh, so I was doing stand-up and and just doing, you know, open mic nights and stuff. And I actually listened to a Joe Rogan episode with Joey Diaz and they were talking about how to start stand-up. So I decided to do that because I always wanted to do it. And I went to an open mic night here at the Crown and Anchor in uh, in Newcastle. Frenchie, you may or may not have been there. Oh, and it was a fucking... <laughs> it's a great joint. I, uh, it was a fucking shithole and there was some shit comics on and, and I actually didn't do too bad my first time, which was nice. And uh, so I kept going there and kept trying to work on uh, some more time. And the problem with Australia is 
there's not enough people around, you know, and I'm in a, I'm in, not in the capital city and you got to travel to Sydney to do shows. Yeah. And my issue was that, uh, you know, I was trying to work full time and do stand up. So that was the big problem. Uh, thankfully through Matt Reddy, who's behind me in my uh, background. After sold out runs at the public theater and London's national theater, here lies love. The groundbreaking musical from David Byrne and Fatboy slim opens on Broadway this summer. Get swept up in what Vogue calls a life giving roof raising blast of pure joy about the rise and fall of Imelda Marcos at the hands of the Philippine people power revolution. Here lies love is a revolutionary experience. Unlike any other on Broadway, it's a party and you're invited Get tickets at here lies love broadway.com. He um he he got me a, 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 as as a mate of Josh Wade's and and to open for him and oh. uh, and with Frenchie as well. So Reddy Same really way. helped me out and uh, and 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 Wadey and uh, Frenchio, uh, which are their more favourite nicknames. Yeah, um, <laughs> that's what we love. That's what they we love. Uh, they gave me the bug, you know, able to tour and make money through that and and be a part of it. And those guys helped me out with uh, with ideas for. Uh, you know, video, not, not so much videos, but how to do it. And I remember, mm. you know, I messaged Frenchie a couple of times and said, Hey man, I'd be keen to come away and, and open for you if you want. He never replied, but, but, uh, <laughs> oh. how things change. Motherfucker. Uh, <laughs> now we're fucking rooming together in Melbourne. I can kill you in your sleep, you little bitch. I can come after you. <laughs> Could I kill me when I'm awake, bro. Get... Look at you. You're fucking you, six foot you, eight. Could you kill me when I'm awake. drinking motherfucker. <laughs> I got a Joe Rogan <laughs> prayer candle here, mate. I'm coming for you. You could kill me when I was armed, bro. Look at you. <laughs> hey. Uh, anyway, so. Bro, uh, bro. No, no, go yeah. on, go on. <laughs> what you stopped me talking for? I was going to interrupt <laughs> and I was like, no, it's not. It's too late. It's past it. And then I just interrupted. So it's just. You know. But I'll always be forever grateful to Frenchie and that for having me having me there. And Josh used to pay me for opening Frenchie, never did. But uh, but yeah, no, it was good. <laughs> you know, I remember one pay. night you're, you're a rich motherfucker. That's true. And I uh, I remember opening for Frenchie's. Oh, where was it? It was in Armadale or something, or Tamworth or something like that. And we went and we we played the pokies somewhere, and we fucking <laughs> we cleaned the whole town out. It was great. <laughs> They were out the, out the front the next day. We were having breakfast with little buckets going, oh, share a dollar for us because we fucking raid Vale Town, Frenchie. You're you were all cashed up. You were like, fuck wins, yeah. Bro. yeah, man, it was good. So you um, were part of the problem that led Frenchie to become a gambling addict? Yeah, well, I don't know if I can talk about what I know about Frenchie's gambling addiction, but it was bad. <laughs> oh, <laughs> it wow. was bad. It was you can bad. see it. he's cringing right now. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know how we're um, talk, talking about that sucking the, suck the ball before? Yeah, uh, that was yeah. what I used yep. to do for hits. I was like, I just need fifty cents, dollar for a hit. Like I'll suck your balls, <laughs> and I'll never down the pub. I was like, yeah, all right, just here's a buck, get both of them in there, and I did. Oh, but no, but you did a great job with 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 kicking your addiction, man. Like that's that's a big thing to do. Like you should be certainly certainly proud of yourself, and I I'm proud of you as a friend. And the reason that I'm just sort of taking my time here why didn't that say fuck hang on uh the reason that i'm taking my time to sort of um you know i'm just You're looking for a picture to stitch me up on you 100 percent 100 percent he's stalling uh, by saying I'm really stalling. supportive things i <laughs> love frenchie he's a great friend of mine <laughs> what? There yes big red. that brings back the memories <laughs> so, oh big red so for oh, those listening uh isaac has changed his background to a classic pokey background is that one that reigns true to you frenchie is that oh, a big, favorite big red's a, a big dog machine that's something mr beast would play because it's dollar hits uh it's a dollar machine yeah. it's fucking so you i was recently up at um sorry to interrupt i was recently up at the gold coast they're doing my last show for last year and staying at the casino and uh I, I was bored before the show and i put uh i saw these dudes in like uh button-ups and they look like accountants or something they're feeding hundreds into the uh the big red machine there at the casino and no luck so i went and put 50 and did five ten dollar hits on the last ten dollar hit I won uh, two thousand dollars, and then I kept playing, uh, like maybe a hundred dollars down, and I won six thousand dollars. So I walked out with like Fuck seven, off. seven, six, or something like that. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> this isn't helping, Isaac. That's why you should always keep playing. You should never walk away. You should always keep playing. Yeah, you got to put it back in. So I, that was my biggest win, and and then I haven't played the pokies since. So 
Uh, yeah. That was that was good. That's smart. See, if you get over a couple grand, you should probably stop, or you yeah. should go back and win more because they're paying out. <laughs> so the next day, I put a hundred dollars in and won four grand. So that was the end of that that weekend away. Wow, uh, that was that was trip. really good. When you got home, good. Bro, you just put another hundred in. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no. When I got home, I just got the money out and just threw it out to the people because I'm a man of the people. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, but it was it was meeting uh, Frenchie was pretty cool for me because I was a big fan. We're gonna have to stop this for one second and restart because apparently we've gone uh, about to hit our Zoom limit and we're gonna dial back in for forty minutes. Is that cool? Why do you have a Zoom limit? Why has he got to upgrade? They like you. You only get forty. No, minutes. you don't. That's what they, they're telling me. I got less than a minute. That's bullshit. I've been doing Zoom podcasts but for with the last three, three ways. Weeks. With three ways. Ah, mm. threesomes. You got to pay more. Let's, let's ways, leave this gotta... in. It's it's good. All right, like you got to pay more. We'll talk to you in one second again, guys. And we're back. Sorry about that break. Peace, you may not even know we had a break because we synced the audio. But we uh, went and got a beer. We got a tea. Uh, Tom got some uh, bubble bath for later. Yep, I'm in a bubble bath as we speak. And apparently everyone's putting and now I've also up as their screensavers. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I thought I went with the Australiana theme. So I've got an Australian flag that turns into pokies. <laughs> Just okay. to show that you used to be Australian, no longer. Frenchie did so well to kick his addiction that we're being the biggest cunts in the world. <laughs> it's not a... Uh... Oh, there we go. That's good. There we go. Oh, that, that's my addiction. He's changed his background to Bill Cosby. Big fan. <laughs> Isaac. When, Isaac, when I Frenchie and right. I... Sorry, sorry. Go on. You're all right. Oh, Isaac, I was just about to say, I went... Um, I'm planning on writing a show, so I went through and bought a whole bunch of um, cancelled celebrities' autobiographies before they got cancelled. So nice. I've got um, I've got Bill Cosby's book on love and marriage that I ordered online. <laughs> also, but that, was, that was always his thing. He was always telling people, "Oh, don't be dirty, don't swear oh, on no. stage." And this cunt was out fucking drugging people. Frenchie, this is the problem we had with your po- with podcast you did with me. For some reason, your background doesn't work. It doesn't work. <laughs> it becomes the foreground. It's weird. Yeah, it's, it's weird, Frenchie. Frenchie's face kind of superimposes over these characters. So he is in Hanson at the moment. He is now Rolf Harris. It's really weird. Jared from Subway. Yeah, I bought his book as well. He wrote a book for some reason. Why would he write a book? I know. It's called like Winning Through Losing or something. I'm like, mate, you fucking lost, all right? You're on an ad. Get over yourself, Jared, (laughs) you big pedo. Anyway, we're on tour. (laughs) We're on tour. Uh, We we weren't even on tour, Frenchie. We were just out doing some shows. Yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, and it was great opening up. We were uh, up in uh, we were up in Lismore after that. So I I met you uh, when you came to my house with Matt Reddy, and then we drove out to do some shows. And we went to Lismore and drove home that night. And you went up at the fucking races. It was the longest night of our lives. Yeah, and I wonder, uh, I wonder if we've talked about this on this podcast. It was uh, I don't think so. It was a wild one. It was a university gig, uh, O week orientation week, and um. It was just three lads in a car, drove all the way up. The Armadale bowling one was fucking terrible. That it was, was so terrible bad. Terrible gig. And then, but we got but that's when we, we won like maybe like three hundred dollars each on the pokies that night. So we were stoked. <laughs> we were young men. We were pumped. <laughs> Bro, that's I not love, bad. I, I love it when you win get any win over a hundred, you're like, I'm set. That's that's my night done. Yes, I'm, I'm the man. I'm the breadwinner. I am the breadwinner. <laughs> But yeah, then we went. Uh, it was was it Foster or something? Was it? Nah, was uh, it really? Lismore. Lismore, and yeah, we did a red hot show. Everyone fucking crushed. Went back to some dorms, played beer pong, then drove the fuck home at uh, four a.m. because I had a bucks to get to. So Matt Reddy drove. <laughs> we drove for hours. It was like a ten hour drive or something. That's and Reddy rough. Had, Reddy had I made him stop drinking because we didn't. Did we have somewhere to stay? Or we didn't have somewhere to stay? Or it was really bad or some shit. So we drove home and. We basically swapped turn after turn, Frenchie and I, uh, to the back and the front of the car to keep ready awake. And, oh, um, you know, if we are talking about him, I may as well have him as my background. 
Um, and it was great, you know. It was a real cool little thing. And I got home. I got home about 9 o'clock in the morning and went to bed and Frenchie went out and had a box the next day or oh. that day, rather. What a <laughs> fucking horrible what life. What a fucking party. Isaac, before we – like, let's get back. I want to – so you're, you're gigging. You're going, doing your hard yards. You're doing your open mics exactly like I did. Then you're like, let's start making videos, see how that goes. Uh, what was your yeah. first uh, sort of videos? Well, straight out the bat, like I had a business plan going into it because I knew that I knew how Josh had done it. And I knew how you had done it. And I was like, okay, it, it is the way to go forward in comedy uh, now is to, it's just to make your own Andy, audience and not really. Andy. It's not to, I thought you were saying Andy then. Sorry, Andy. Bro, I, sometimes <laughs> I, I do guess. like, uh, I do like hype uh, background effects. You don't have to stop talking. I'll just be like, yeah. <laughs> Cheer, cheer. Um, <laughs> and, and, and yeah, so I, I knew that that was the way to do it. And, and it's still frowned upon in the Australian comedy community is to do that. And perhaps the comedy community worldwide, but fuck them. That's why they suck. Uh, and, <laughs> and, and and honestly, like it's the way to do it. So I started, I had the business plan in mind that I was going to make it about um, like at the, at the micro level. So I was going to make videos about Newcastle first, where I'm from. And then similar to what you did, French, you did stuff about, and the roundabout crew did the stuff, same mm. stuff sort of thing, like uh, about their home areas or their hometown sort of thing. And I did the same thing and, and then grew and then grew to New South Wales and then to Australia yeah. and now a worldwide sort of thing. And uh, that sort of worked for me. Man, it took me maybe 12 months to get to 1,000 subscribers uploading twice a week. Twice a week. It took forever. And yeah, it was so, so many times when you know I, I looked and I thought, oh, fuck this, I can't be bothered or whatever mm. but but then i you know i kept going kept going and it I takes going while, up and yeah it takes a while to find your style also find sort of a find your voice on the internet because and b find your style what works best for the way i do comedy you know what i mean mm. and i think like your skits are good like they're all still very funny but just you something so personal about the way you sort of talk and rant to the camera that just gets people fucking jacked and so yeah, I yeah. feel like I, that's well, that's the cool thing is that you can you can uh, if you're doing a one or two minute sketch and it gets two million views, that's awesome. But if you can get 13, 13 or fourteen minutes of people watching you talk right. about a, yeah. a, a political issue, and you get five hundred thousand people watch that, that's fucking that's all time. And then that that translates to people coming to the show, you know, because they they know they can trust you for that period of time. It's it's more personal, so, and you get more more ticket sales. Whereas a, a like a, dis, a disassociated skit is not gonna get you the same amount of fans as that. This is me. This is my thoughts on this issue. Not even close. But but it, but yeah, it can. But but it's it's easier to build a crowd and an audience. I think through really putting yourself out there. And so that's what I did. And I, I and honestly, like the reason that I hit uh, the the million mark was because I was just consistent. You know. Mm-hmm. And uploading all the time, and 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 you know, three, four videos a week, and and, and constantly writing and, and all that type of stuff. Like it was hard, uh, mm. and and a, and a strain on your your physical, mental health, and all that type of business. But it, I'm glad I did it, and and uh, the touring was was difficult as well. But I'm glad I did that. Um, I mean, friendship. You met me when I was a very raw comic and only been doing it for two years, and you know, the longest period of time I did on stage was 15 fucking minutes. And you were there for my first show that I did a full hour. Harold Park. Up in, up in Harold Park Hotel in front of like Fuck 90 yeah, people. Brother. Fuck yeah, I was. That's what I was like. And that's, so you you exactly did it right because you realized you got you to gotta make hay when the sun's shining or the fuck that saying is. Make hay when the pussy's wet. I don't exactly know this. Make sun with the hay shining. You realized you were popping like you this and you just fucking went hard in the paint. Like, and that's why you grew so fast because you really, uh, you really. You really grinded, bro. You really worked hard. That's what people don't see. But yeah, I do in, did enjoy watching your very first show. 90 people and you could tell you weren't ready. No, 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 no. You weren't ready. I just saw the <laughs> I saw the name Matt behind ready. you. Uh, so you hadn't done a long form. like. No, it was scary. Before. It was so scary because I'd never done an hour. I had, you know, basically um, f- four groups of 15 minutes. And that was what I was going to stick together for an hour show, yep. um, because as you said, when when the sun was shining, we needed to put together a tour, yep. and uh, and that's what we did. And we, we put together that tour, and we went into the tour not having a show, and then by the end of it, I had a show good enough to record, and then that's been on Amazon now for about four months, and I still get you know positive reviews from it. 
And then after that, 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 that show that I, I put together over four or five years, uh, the, the year after it, when I, when I did the month in Melbourne doing shows and then I did the 80 shows and then filmed a special in front of 2,000 people, that that's, that's the special that I want people to see. And that's going to, we've got big news coming out around that hopefully soon. We don't get and, a sneak. Um, When's that coming out? Well, it won't be coming out on Amazon. That's the sneak. Ooh, I'm excited. What a, But that's what I was going to say is that, so I got to see your very first show, and which is very rare to, to do. And then I got to see that same show a year later. And it was just insane how much it got better, but also didn't because all the core jokes were still so good. It was just the way you sort of delivered and just the confidence you got from performing it. And what I found um, very interesting, the very first show, the one thing I remember was like, uh, it was probably the only time you did it. You apologized for one of your jokes. It was like, oh. a real, it was an edgy one. You're like, oh, sorry, that was a bit, that was like, it was just a under the breath sort of like, I was like, and I remember I told you, I said, bro, don't ever, don't ever say anything like that because we want you to say the rudest, we want you to say the rudest shit. And then the most, and then the next time I saw you, you were so blatantly, this is what I'm saying. You're going to fucking deal with it. And it was just so beautiful. Like I remember, what was it, the jokes you were dropping there? The ones in Melbourne, I loved the, the Jewish one, whatever the fuck that was. Oh, the one that got me fucking And the Christchurch one was pretty, uh, <laughs> pretty. Christchurch one, that's, that's in the special. And yeah, we'll uh, save that for uh, the special. People will, people hated that. But, 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 but every <laughs> night in Melbourne, it got a, a round of applause and a pause break, break. So that was that was cool because I remember people around me saying, "Don't do that." Like that's that's in poor taste, all that type of shit. But it was uh, it was one of those things where I enjoyed saying it. And mm. the thing is, I know it's fucked up. I know it's offensive. That's yeah. the point. That's I, the point I think of that's it. That's it. And people get that, and they can see it in your delivery that you're like, "Oh, I know this is fucked up." And I yeah. think that's the difference. If you were out there and it was more like a political rant about something, it's completely different than. Or, a or joke. Tom, if I was a if I was a a, a bus conductor, and I stood up <laughs> in the middle of the bus and I said that, people would be like, "What the fuck?" But because <laughs> exactly. I'm a comedian, and after the joke, I got a smile on my face, and I'm exactly. like, "Jesus, fuck, that's horrible. I'm yeah, a piece of shit." Yeah. Self-aware, you, know, for, you get for, away from it. You have a for license. Context, for context, for uh, we got a lot of overseas nisslers. Uh, listeners. <laughs> that's, a, that's a racial slur, Frenchie. Um, uh, hello to our international listeners. G'day. Hello. Um, bonjour. <laughs> you got to say it, Tom. Say a few. Konnichiwa. Ni hao. Bonjour. Je m'appelle croissant, monsieur. My name is croissant. Hello. Um... Uh, he's talking to Isaac had a joke about the Christchurch shootings, yep. the massacre. But is it about that? There's a very good misdirect in there. Well, I'm not going to ruin it for you, but me and Tom, we've had talked about uh, are some jokes, some tragedies off limits. And Tom made the very good point no, as long as the joke's good enough. It's uh, yeah, but the thing is, French, you're actually mixing that up with another joke. Uh, sorry, which one? The misdirection. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But what? Well, yeah, I don't yeah. Mean, the Christchurch one is blatantly horrible. <laughs> no, no, no. I don't mean misdirect. I mean the punchline isn't on the victims. Do you know what I mean? That's what I meant. I didn't want to. Like, yes, it is. Yes, it is. Yes, it oh, is. It hundred percent is. It's not really. It's horrible. Really. It's the biggest. I'm the, I am the worst human alive. <laughs> I don't think. It, I don't think it is. But I. I think we've just sold your your specials to our listeners. People are like, oh, I need to know this joke now. Did you do it when you performed in Christchurch? Yeah. Fuck, bro. That's funny. Because no Zach, tour manager Zach was like, nah, man, you can't do it here. Don't do it here. And I was I was a bit iffy about it. And I got up on stage and I was like, yeah, so about, about this point of the show, I tell a joke about the Christchurch massacre. Ah, prefaced it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and they were like, and I was like, do you want to hear it? And they were like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. And I said it and I was just like, you know, it was it was a it was a good roar. It was a it was another earthquake to hit the city. Yeah. It was a <laughs> <laughs> that town. I mean, I I met some great people there, but that town has had so much shit happen to it. Mm. It is a fucking it is a depressing place to be. I know a lot of people, a lot of great people are from Christchurch, and oh, I don't know, maybe they are. Who gives a fuck? Um, a, a lot of good, nice people I met there. Uh, but it's, they've, they've had earthquakes. They have the highest rate of suicide out of any town in New Zealand. 
Oof. And uh, Crazy. and it, it was it was it was weird being there. It was a weird place. It's like a war torn uh, city, mm. and uh, and it was nice to do the show there. You know, well, it's good uh, for you a... to go there and piss on them. That's well, that's the thing. You don't want to tiptoe around the fact. No, people... <laughs> no, you don't. Yeah. Every like so because Christchurch, like at least half the centre is still under construction. Well, it was when I toured there, which was a two years ago. Yeah, it's like, I, I think. Uh, uh, sorry, go on. I, I opened the show and I was like, "Geez, there's a lot of scaffold around here, you fucking Kiwis. You won't stop building." <laughs> or something like that, and, and and it was great. Like they knew straight away that I was taking the piss. And that's Ooh, fine. Yeah, yeah. Well, what happened is I was performing uh, twenty minutes out of town because it's a cheaper venue than the one in town. 20 yeah. minutes out of town at night, they shut most of the main city because they need to do... Uh, that's when they do the fixing of the roads of all the buildings, blah, blah, blah. And there's like a maze you got to follow to get back to your hotel because most of the roads are fucking shut. When I was there, which was a couple of years ago, it was legitimately like a fucking maze. But I found the crowd was my favourite crowd in New Zealand because they're tradies and they don't give a fuck. <laughs> yeah. what, did you, what did you find with New Zealand touring New Zealand? Because I found it quite strange. I didn't enjoy New Zealand. I found it um, like, I, like I had a good time, but I, the, Auckland was cool. I really enjoyed Auckland, but everywhere else was just strange. Like they were just not, they were not as into it. Um, mm. I didn't get to go to Queenstown, which I really want to go to. That, that place looks beautiful. But yeah. I, I don't know. Sorry, Kiwis. It was a bit shit. <laughs> oh, there you go. We have a lot of uh, Kiwi listeners too. This is some, hey, some fighting words. <laughs> Stupid fucking pieces of shit. I hope they all die. <laughs> I fucking I loved it because um, obviously I got my boy Jimmy I always catch up with in Auckland. I've got uh, my grandma's from uh, Taranaki. So I've got some second cousins I hang out with when I go down New Plymouth and that like stuff like that. Sorry. <laughs> you what? Sorry. You're you right. I'm just talking apologize. shit about your whole family. <laughs> I don't care, bro. It's only my grandma and um but I found <laughs> in terms of crowd, uh they were all good except Dunedin was weirdly bad because it's a student town I thought it'd be the best one. Weirdly yeah, I went there too. Shit. Weirdly bad. Invercargill is like their Tasmania. That was a strange place. (laughs) But I like I did a fun show there, but still it's like Yeah. I can see why you're a fucky cousin because I I do miss I do miss touring, but but I'm looking forward to it. uh, getting back on the road and and getting it done and and, uh, getting it done, son. Getting it done. I I think we should do part two of this podcast in a couple of weeks and see what's happening, what's planning, because that'll be interesting to see how it all sort of changes and mixes up, you know, and and goes from there. Yeah, um, awesome. So jumping back, jumping back a little bit, um, how did you find your videos changed from having a few, like a thousand subscribers to hitting a million? How do you think you grew and how your style changed? And did it affect like your style on stage as well? Well, I mean, on stage, a lot changed, obviously, through doing a lot more shows, you know, touring yeah. the UK and doing stuff over there. That was really cool. Yeah. Having people who know you on, on the other side of the world was insane. And um, I don't know. I don't know how much has changed. I think I've gotten a lot better, but there's still so much room to grow. You know, man, I, I'm, in, I'm in year three of my professional career and, you know, I want this to continue for another 40 years. So I'm... I'm at the start, you know, and I, I want to get as far along as I can and I want to have Netflix specials, you know, coming out and I want to do all those things. I want to grow on YouTube. I want to do all that type of stuff. I want to be back down in Melbourne next year, rooming with uh, Frenchie again because we had that plan for this year. I had such a great time rooming with him. He's like, Wasn't it, it, it was, I, I had a beautiful a, time. He's a bit man. of a neat freak, isn't he? I love it. I love it because he's like me. You know, he's he's not the exact same person you think he is. Like, you know, we're we're sitting around, both having tea and all that shit. We had a and, lot of um, tea down there. Yeah, I'm down. But 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 also because now when we go back to Melbourne next year, it's it's more of a relaxed affair because it's not my first Melbourne now. I know what's yeah. going on. I'm yeah. into it, and that I think I'll have more fun. Yeah, it's a cool uh, but, vibe. It's a it's a cool city at that time of year. It's awesome. Yeah. But um but gentlemen, I've got a I got dinner on the table. There you go. 
Oh, I'm I, apo- I apologize. But mate, this is part of mate, we will take Butterfield's... you for as long as we can have you. Uh, we appreciate you coming. I apologize on. for uh, for for not doing it sooner. But let's do it in a couple of weeks. Let's do it again. Yeah, keen to have because we we actually didn't get to any of the fan questions. <laughs> oh, fuck. Next All right, let's, let's go. No, fan questions. Let's no, go. Let's Come do on. A speed round of them. Speed round. Let's fucking right, go. Speed, speed round. round. Speed round. Right. Bang it. All right. Just get yeah, off, to, off to a slow start. <laughs> slow start. I wasn't ready. Uh... Okay, first question. Are you going to box Luke Irwin? Who? There you go. Yeah, Next question. There you go. He's the porn star. Um, does he know no. Tom Zepetto? Yes, he does. Yes. Everyone does. I need to know how he gets his beard so bushy. Uh, not shaving. <laughs> Did you used to be a spokesperson for... Jared from Subway. Uh, no, I was Jared from Subway. <laughs> there we go. Oh, wow, there looking go. good. Looking grew a beard in prison. Out yeah. of the places you've gone for your podcast, exploring a haunted museum, haunted hunting for Australia's Bigfoot, and exploring the haunted prison, which was your favourite and why? Um, I enjoyed Bigfoot. That was quite scary. The first uh, haunted uh, uh, museum we went to was really cool as well. Um, and But the prison was my favourite. But one of the things that really upset me about Melbourne being cancelled is Frenchie. We were going to do one. Oh, fuck. Damn it. Yeah. So I was we'll trying have to, to do get, that. I've been trying um, to get Frenchie, the big pussy, to do that for so long. And he's such a scared little bitch. I'm keen. Bitch. I've he said I'm keen, it. Tom. You have an organiser. You won't even hang no. out with me anymore. You're like, because oh, Because you're a pussy. Gladys doesn't want us to talk to more than one person. Well, Frenchie hasn't been self-isolating uh, is the problem, uh, Isaac. Frenchie's I've been with Cleary. I've been with Nate Cleary, bro. <laughs> um, can he tickle my balls with his beard and give me a mad Remy? That's Depends how much cash you got. Good. True. Have you ever been oh. stalked by a fan? Stalked. 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 <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I got I got some weird ones. I don't want to get into it because I want to meet them in a, on a documentary. That's the thing. <laughs> That's, That's amazing. Cool. That's cool. Um, how many hard-boiled eggs can you fit up your anus? Great question. Great question. That's um, mine. That's mine. Well, uh, it it depends. Depends on the day. Depends on how much meat I've eaten beforehand. But I'll say six. <laughs> wow, that's not bad. There's a bit of room up there. And not last one: Will you run for prime minister one day? Well, there is forty thousand signatures on change.org saying oh, that wow. I'm prime minister. That's amazing. And by the size of my feet, ladies and gentlemen, I will be Prime Minister of this great country. If that, I don't know what You got my vote. I like it. Just the way you I don't know what I'm saying. I don't know what I'm saying. Donald Trump was be, president. You can be do a it. young Hitler. I like the Here's way you the say thing. that. Here's the thing. Right now, it's 6.23 p.m. and I've been fasting all day. So I'm so keen on food. Go so get ladies food, and gentlemen, brother. it's been an absolute pleasure being on the tom and frenchy podcast and i want to be back in two weeks i do apologize french i know we've been planning this for a while but uh you guys fucked around with fucking zoom so it's your we fault did. We, <laughs> but, did. Uh, we appreciate gonna, you coming on mate i'm gonna love you and leave you i'll uh thank you I'll, so I'll, much and that oh, was man, that oh, was oh you're still on podcast. i was gonna give you oh that no, was good <laughs> <laughs> we'll leave that on that Leave was that Isaac in. Butterfield. We're going to do five, ten more minutes for you guys just to wrap up. Uh, we've got a few stories we want to talk about. And I've got a beer to finish. Uh, Tom? I thought that was a strange choice to continue the podcast, but um, okay. I've got a I beer thought, to finish, bro. You want to end I it? I thought that was a nice out. Yeah, I think I think he left us with a nice out. Oh, okay. Tom doesn't want to do any more, guys, and I'm going to keep this in. Um I wanted to do more for you. Just give you your money's worth. You're not oh, paying money. Oh, interesting. Right. From the guy, from the guy who wanted to go down to one a week. Yes, because I don't like not doing it in touching distance. So there's a woman dating a chandelier, and we haven't even talked about that. It's, a woman chandelier. wakes up in a body bag. These are stories that we're going to have to get to them next week. If you want to go, Tom, I loved. Okay. I loved chandelier in Friends. He was really good. <laughs> <laughs> it does look like that. <laughs> chandelier. Bro, it's you chandelier. Really, yeah, but it's spelled C H A N D E L. That's chandel. That's chandelier. Oh, true. I've got to go to the chemist after this, so I'll be back bro, soon. That's, bro, tell me I'm wrong. Tell me I'm wrong. You just can't do it. You just cannot do it. Chandelier. So you think it's chandelier? Where's the well, S? I know it is. Fuckhead. Where's the S? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. What? 
I'm dealing uh, with a, a special. A special with a special. A special. Um, so we're going to end it then, Tom? Yeah, I reckon. It's it's a nice short one. It's an interview-focused one, and we will have him back in two weeks, and we'll have another one of these on Monday. Yeah, thanks for being our friends, guys. Love you long time. Hopefully, apologies if the audio is a bit weird, um, because yeah, I kind of thought he was doing it externally as well. Like I thought that's what we did. But there is there might be a bit of a reverb you hear. So apologies, next time we'll have it sorted out. Yeah, I'm not sure what's going to happen with this audio. Could have been, uh, I'll try to do my magic to it after this. Um, yeah, yeah, you're we'll getting some little out. postscript for this. This is some behind the scenes, guys. Uh, <laughs> um, Say- sayonara. Sayonara. After sold-out runs at the Public Theatre and London's National Theatre, Here Lies Love, the groundbreaking musical from David Byrne and Fatboy Slim, opens on Broadway this summer. Get swept up in what Vogue calls a life-giving, roof-raising blast of pure joy about the rise and fall of Imelda Marcos at the hands of the Philippine People Power Revolution. Here Lies Love is a revolutionary experience unlike any other on Broadway. It's a party and you're invited. Get tickets at herelieslovebroadway.com.